Hello and welcome to Education in Focus. My name is Brennan Clary. I am the K-12 editor at Chalkboard News, which is powered by Franklin News Foundation. I'm standing in for Dan McCaleb today, and I'm talking with Tom Gantert, a contributor to Chalkboard News frequently, and he's also the investigative editor at the Center Square about DEI initiatives and how they can play a role in which teachers get hired into the classroom. So, Tom, I am interested in having just, you know, a conversation today about what these diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives can mean when it comes to which teachers are hired by school districts across the country. And so what are diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives? And, you know, how might they play a role in the teachers that are educating our nation's children? Well, DEI is a lot of different things. And if you were to go on school websites, and I've read hundreds of them, they're very vague about what they are. They want inclusive. They want acceptance for all students. A lot of times you don't find out what they're really doing until you start attending seminars and some undercover reporters have gotten into these and found things that have been reported that are a little, you know, outside the box, for lack of a better word. But in terms of, you know, diversity, DEI, and and does it have an impact on who they hire? I would say, if you look at the research, it's already pretty much determined who uh, public school systems want to hire. So I'm going to report on the Washington Post did a story on some 2015 research conducted by Verdant Labs that used uh, political contribution data and uh, who people contributed to politicians, Democrat or Republican. What they found overall was that in teaching for every 79 Democrat teachers, there was 21 Republicans. It's almost a four to one ratio. And then they broke it down even more among English teachers and other specific categories of teaching. And they found among English teachers, 97 Democrats for every three Republicans, you know. So the breakdown was even steeper if you got into specific modes of teaching that go on. So the, the idea that this is this is a diverse political stratosphere, that it's not. It's mostly dominated by people who are of the liberal mindset. And we, we see that all the time. What's the story out of Colorado? A middle schooler today or just yesterday has a don't tread on me patch on his bag and his backpack and is sent home. That That's kind of what we're seeing more and more of in news stories. You know, in I'll give an example. In 2020, a Michigan teacher who was a Trump supporter, July 6th, gets on Twitter and says, I'm done being silent. Real Donald Trump is our president. Then he gets a lot of hate tweets over it, and he ends up saying, liberals suck, man. And because of that, he ended up getting fired. Okay? This teacher, by the way, was rated twice as highly effective. So they got rid of a highly effective teacher because he said liberals suck, man. And and so the question at that time coming out is, you know, this was one teacher at Wald Lake Consolidated Schools in Michigan. Was there no liberal teachers that were critical of Trump on social media that would have triggered an investigation by the school. There was none reported. Is, you know, is that how many people have said similarly, you know, kind of offensive things, but from a different party's point of view? They go on, yeah, they go... On social media. Yeah. Yeah. That aren't aren't addressed. So the research shows that overwhelmingly this landscape is, is democratic and liberal. 
So uh, DEI wouldn't be, I don't know how much more of a significance it, it would make in terms of who they're hiring. They're, they've already have a, have a record of hiring uh, Democrats four to one. Yeah, interesting. Well, the uh, an April poll from Educators for Excellence found that there are fewer Republican-leaning teachers in the classrooms. Just, you know, what you were saying, essentially, 42% of respondents said they were Democrats, 29% uh, said they were Republican, which is not, you know, like the smallest. I was kind of surprised it's not like an extremely small number. So it makes you wonder how, you know, if, they're, if you're donating your money, how invested are you to those causes compared to maybe Republican teachers, maybe not so invested in, in supporting those causes monetarily. And then 23% of those said that they are, you know, uh, independents. So that was an interesting, you know, sort of breakdown on, on party affiliation, I thought. And that also found, that poll found that political affiliation might have a role in how teachers perceive uh, the kind of education or the quality of education that uh, minority students receive. So I thought that that was interesting. 56% of Republican teachers in that poll said um, that their school often met the needs of students of color compared to 40% of their Democratic peers and 46% of independent teachers. So it's an interesting sort of breakdown, I think, uh, in terms of how educators from different parties are thinking about what their students are receiving at their school, especially given, uh, you know, the emphasis on equity that some of these school districts have made their sort of their mission statement or have had very well-funded equity sort of offices, right? So have you seen equity offices springing up? Can you talk a little bit about like the trend? Have, you know, more school districts released statements or created sort of those kinds of uh, offices? Yeah, DEI is more prevalent on the college level where they've been around longer. Okay. In the last three to four years, we're starting to see them in the K-12 level. Some of the DEI, which I find interesting, what, what they're addressing, and some of the larger school districts have departments that solely focus on one issue, and that is improving the gap between test scores between uh, African Americans and white students. And there are school districts that have departments that's solely what they do. So that's, to me, that's one of the more interesting aspects of DEI, where they're actually, look, we, we need to address this, and this is what our goals are. The things, the school districts doing this have just started it. And that, you know, they have five-year plans to hit these goals, and they're like a year or two year into them. So it's too early to tell whether they've been successful or not. But that's one of the things that I find interesting about DEI is that they're addressing this longstanding issue of why African-Americans test results are you know, lagging behind their peers who are white students. Yeah, very interesting. Well, in the report from Chalkboard News last week was about a, a watchdog organization that, you know, claimed that these policies sort of inhibit, uh, you know, different political leanings of, of different, of you know, Republican teachers, for example, who might disagree with that. And um, I think it is important to remember that, you know, what, what you've already said is that there is, you know, some some concern already that, you know, this this does skew one way. And so it's, it's an interesting conversation. I'm sure we'll keep talking about it, but I think that's all the time that we have for today. Listeners can keep up with this story and all stories related to K-12 education at chalkboardnews.com. I'm Brennan Clary for Tom Ganter. Thanks for listening and please subscribe. Subscribe.